I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Poisoner's Cabinet. I'm Sinead. And I'm Nick. And this is your weekly podcast exploring the lives of the great poisoners, macabre murders and catastrophic crimes from across the centuries and creating curious cocktails inspired by the tales that we tell. And it is episode 151 and the start of season four. It is indeed. And if you ever remember that intro again, I'll be amazed. (laughs) (laughs) And for all of our Patreon subscribers, you are going to hear a lot of outtakes from the first five seconds of this show. (laughs) That took a lot of getting to. It did. Thesauruses, thesaurusai. Thesaurusai, the multiples. Thesaurusai. Just try and find what other words do we need. But yes, (laughs) it is a new season, a new intro, and we are back, people. We are back with catastrophic crimes. We are. Oh, yes. It's all heating up. It's delicious. How are you, Nick? I'm very well. I've quite enjoyed having a two-week snooze. It is but a two-week snooze. It's but a two-week snooze. But it feels like an eternity. napping for two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) If only only that were true. Napping and a bit of drink. And a bit of drinking and being at work. I had great plans. Of this two weeks. I was going to write some episodes, <laughs> get them all sorted. I was going to become a TikTok sensation. Um, I was going to take over TikTok with yep. my excellent videos. Mm. I've, done, I've done none of any of that. No, no, no. no. None of any of that. Well, it's all right. I'll hit you later. Excellent. Yes. Excellent? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, is this why you don't do it? Is that you just I, want a good spanking? I just enjoy the beatings afterwards. <laughs> Oh, it's marvellous. Thank you for everyone who has joined us, who has discovered the podcast in the interim mm. period that we've been off. Because, yes, we've been putting out TikTok videos. People have been finding us on YouTube as well. YouTube subscribers, you are growing. Marvellous. And we love you. Please do message us if there's more that we can be doing in video format. Well, we were going to video these episodes. And we, we said we did it once and then went horribly wrong and we've never done it again. It didn't go horribly wrong. It was just that the, we, we're very old and the file size was so huge that <laughs> none of our computers could handle it. We will be filming these episodes intermittently. Intermittently. Let's just say intermittently because we like saying it. Intermittently. <laughs> intermittently. Intermittently we will be filming these because that's the way forward. That's, but... the way, that's what people's do. They do. When they have a podcast. See our lovely faces. Yeah. Go to need a lot of Vaseline on the screen. <laughs> Fails, potentially. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can we? That that would be my new TikTok persona. Just me behind a veil, I feel. Pretty much. Yeah. Would, so would you do a Victorian hat with a veil draped across the face? Would you do a sort of Eastern, just the eyes showing or just a full on sheet? <laughs> um, no, I, f- I feel a top hat would, a top hat with, with, with a veil. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to mix it up a bit. Nice. Yeah, I think that could work. Could with, be... with eye holes cut out of the veil. Well, no, the, the point of the veil is you don't have... <laughs> Do you understand how veils work? Well, I think that would be quite... A, I think that would be a good look. Netting? Just some sort of netting. Netting. Netting does Nets. not sound Just right like a big old for, net. A, for a veil. <laughs> I've got fish in there. <laughs> I've captured a podcaster. Here it is. <laughs> Wonderful. We've got a plan for there's, season there's four. A plan. There's a plan. Clearly. Okay. Any poisonings this week? Uh, In the last no, I've, two no, weeks? No, I've been on my two weeks off, so no poisonings. You're taking a break. Taking a, taking a break. You're taking a break. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Planning. Planning yeah. the next two weeks. Whew. Well, there's a big old list to get through. <laughs> I like that you do it in fortnightly bursts. Yes, absolutely. I've taken mm-hmm. two weeks off. Two weeks, mass poisonings are coming. Well, speaking of having two weeks off and preparing for the apocalypse, apparently, I think it is time for us to thank our delicious and many new Patreon subscribers. We have indeed had a great many this this but those past two weeks, so thank you so much. First of all, we must say thank you to Anne Cormier. To Katie Tierney, actor, writer. Uh, Alison Little. 
Catherine Jones. Jacqueline Cole. Shaky the Awesome. Glenda Hernandez. Michelle Massey. Megan Stressman. Yashi Nieves. Tony0427. They're a robot. They're a robot, yes. <laughs> Brittany L. Pamela Heffman Collings. And Lynn John. Thank you very much. There's many, many people. I hope you're enjoying all the crazy stuff over on Patreon. Oh, yes. We've been doing a lot on Patreon during our break. That never stops. Never, never stops. Never stops. We've had outtakes. We've had PC Morris. Uh, we have delved deeper into our last episode, the suspects behind the Black Dahlia murder. It was a two-hour Q&A where we got very drunk. Oh, that was very good. That, that was, was good fun. That was just a lot of sitting and chatting. <laughs> a lot and of sitting and chatting and going, oh, look, we're recording this. <laughs> <laughs> things were shared. Things were shared on that Q&A. Yeah. If you ever want to know the deep, dark depths of us. And because we did it very casually on the sofa, there were points where I was editing going, yeah, I'm taking all of that out. Yeah, I've Be- not actually listened back to it for fear of what I may have said. No, it's great. It is great. <laughs> trust me. You have to trust me that record drunk, edit sober. <laughs> sober me saves the day every time going, no, nah, we're not putting that in. We're not putting that in. Anyone has any questions about Patreon, there are many, many extra episodes and bonus material all available on that channel. Just message us if you have any questions. It is but $5 a month. It is completely flexible, so you can cancel any time. There is a higher tier of $15 a month where you get a special gift back from the Poisonous Cabinet, as well as an extra monthly episode, which is very, very fancy. And you also get early access to some of our bonus content. We also have a shout out from our beautiful follower, VNA, to all the teachers. I agree. All the teachers, she has asked, the teachers, especially in the States, we genuinely love our jobs, love our students. This week in particular, when she sent this to us, has been so, so rough. It's getting more and more difficult to compartmentalize. We are with you, VNA, and we are with all the teachers. I mean, not not any better over here at the moment. No, it's not. It is a grim... Lots of strikings and things going on, quite deservedly so. It is a grim time to be working in the public sector on any side, the teachers especially. You are absolute heroes. We support you, we love you, and we are there for you. And thank you, VNA, for that shout out. Well, Nick, are you ready? Well, yes. What, what you don't know what I'm well, going to say? Yeah, well, exactly, but I don't know what's going to happen now. Have I changed it for 64? Well, this is true. Have I? Have I? Have you? Have you? Have you? No. No, don't think so. To drink cocktails and talk about poison? I've not had a cocktail for two weeks. Been waiting. Wasted away. If you believe that, you'll believe anything. <laughs> or we could drink poison and talk about cocktails. I'm, oh, I fancy a cocktail. I'm intrigued what you've come up with for <laughs> oh. a season opener. Indeed. Well, I have the ingredient and the tools are in your hand. Yep. So let's stick with the first one. Hooray, hooray, hooray. It is my story this week and we can't, we can't, we can't possibly have a story without a cocktail in hand. As you know, dear listeners, every week we choose a secret ingredient that is inspired by the tale that we tell and it will flavor our cocktail of the week. So season four had to go with a big ingredient. You And you did. And it is <laughs> after 150 episodes. The devil. Yeah, I can't believe we haven't done this before. The devil. The devil. The devil. The devil made me do it. us. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean that that's a that's a hefty ingredient. We've done some hinting into evilness and craziness, but we've never done the devil. We've never done the devil. No, absolutely. And the devil is a broad one for this story, but you you'll okay. you'll be okay with it. Oh, It'll be will okay. I, will I okay? I like how you've put, you've put that caveat in there. Well, I, I was kind of thinking halfway through going, oh, should I have saved this? But then the other, which I'm not going to say right now, I did give you some other options and you went, you shut did. the hell up. No, <laughs> not doing that. But the devil and the, the old timey picture that we put up of the ingredient on social media is very apt for this, I feel. Okay. Okay. Mm. Mm. So with the devil himself, Lord help us. Yeah. What have you come up with? Well, Nick? I mean, there are loads. There are. There are loads of devilish cocktails out there. Mm. And lots of people have been suggesting things on the socials. They've, they've suggested Jesus. That's what they've done. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but no, I've gone with a particular. I've, I've chosen what I'm going for. I've chosen. <laughs> you've, you've chosen the one you were going I've for. I've chosen the one I'm going Thank for. Thank the good Lord. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we are having yeah. the devil in me. Oh, okay. Oh, I shuddered. There. Yes, <laughs> the devil in me. I don't know if I want to ask follow-up questions to that. <laughs> What did you get up to in the two well. weeks? <laughs> Shall you be putting the devil in us? Oh, quite. I think it is high time for us to slink into the poisoner's cabinet kitchen and shake up a storm. So we'll see you in a minute. We'll see you in a bit. Ah. 
And we're back. Hello. Well, Nick, the devil is amongst us. The devil is in us. Is in us. What fun. I mean, it's been a, an eventful five minutes. <laughs> but yes, a beautiful brown. Brown. And now a brown drink to start season four is always a good thing. And you and you've done garnish. I've done a thing. You've done a thing. Yeah, so, I, th- I thought I must, I must make more of an effort with the garnishes. With the garnishes and things. So, so. It, it's a beautiful brown drink in one of Nick's very beautiful glasses, and it is adorned with. It looks like a maraschino cherry. Quite right. Uh, spiked on one of his beautiful cocktail sticks. You have a top hat. I do. And I have the cane. You have the cane. I think, I think devil. I, th- I think he, devil must have a top hat and cane. He must do. Yeah. Yeah, he'd be twirling it. Twir- exactly. Major twirling action going on. Oh, yeah. And stabbing people with it. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it's a cane that actually like whips into a sword. Yes, exactly. You also have a separate little tiny drink of something. I do. Ooh, interesting. All right. So the devil is in me. Mm. Let us have a little snifter. Yes, it smells of booze. It smells... Whoa, okay. No, that doesn't... That has a smell. <laughs> uh, something I was not expecting. It's something we've never Ooh. had before. Something we've never had before. Oh, my God. All right, let's dive in. Let's give it a go. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Ooh. Pleasant. Pleasant, subtle. Oh, 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 Bernie. Burning. <laughs> There's burnings. Ooh, am I a witch? It tastes of burning. And I'm not going to lie, Nick, I breathed at the wrong point and some of it went up my nose. <laughs> no, it's coming out. That, uh, that, uh, that I can't help you with. Um, no. And so I'm going to take a second sip because I think I, I ruined everything for in, a minute in, there. Yes, not using your nose this time. Oh, I, I like. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. It's got the brown flavours that we normally like. And then it's got a kick. It's got a I'm surprised. Because uh, I'm surprised by that. So I'm going to guess immediately. Ancho chili liqueur. You've got that right. Is it in there? Because it the smell there. of it is the vegetable smell. <laughs> and vegetable smell sounds awful, people. I'm sorry. And I know I've said it before. <laughs> but it's clean and it's good and yeah. it's like organic. Now, uh, full disclosure, the recipe calls for the, the standard red ancho chili. Oh. I've only got the green. And green is good. And so I use the green because I wasn't going to spend 45 quid on a bottle of red one when I've got most I would have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just buy it and I'll give you the money. Because <laughs> so, I'd just be drinking it in shorts. So yes. So but uh, they, they both de- deliver a chili kick. Um, okay. I'm going to guess on some other things. Okay. Bourbon? Nope. Oh, okay. Uh, like a rye or a whiskey base? Nope. No. Oh, Jesus. Um, maraschino? Yes. Maraschino for the cherry. And, yeah, so yes. got maraschino, yeah. I don't know now. Two, Two, three other things. Three. I did not look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, really didn't. Yeah. So Nick got a booze delivery to my house because I was in. I did not look at any of them. Mm. I didn't. But I did notice you got some small bottles, which I'm going to think bitters. Yes. So I'll there's some that. bitters in there. Of a special variety. Of a special variety. That's a variety of batters. Of highest highest. Yes, absolutely. And then everything else, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what else you ordered to the house because I purposely was unpacking it, not looking. <laughs> You're lucky it arrived in one piece. So, yeah, bitters, we have some chocolate bitters. Some Bob's chocolate bitters. He makes the best chocolate. He does. He does make the best chocolate bitters. Yes. Yeah, we have the machino. We have the antro chili. Yes. Cognac. Oh my god. Cognac is our base. We're gonna die. In there. <laughs> oh, so, cognac, yeah. nice. Cognac in there. And then we have a different thing. Mm-hmm. I think we've never had before. Okay. We hope. <laughs> you built it up if not. No, we have I know we haven't. Because <laughs> no, I, I make the cocktails <laughs> and I had to buy a bottle of it especially. <laughs> oh, is this where you were building mystery and I ruined it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is it's called showmanship, you know? I was going for it, but you know, you just knock it down there, it's fine. Do you, want, do you want to do this bit? <laughs> if I did this bit, I'd be like, and drinks were had. We have some Japanese plum wine. Ooh, we definitely haven't had that. We definitely haven't had that. Yay. And that is what I have in my little glass. Your little glass? My little glass. It's some glass Japanese plum booze. Plum booze. Plum booze. So it is a, a sake base, but then it is infused with more like green gauges type. Yes. Sort of. That sort of from the plum fruit. family, from the plum family, indeed, and they are left to infuse and such like. Oh my god! And create this plum liquid. Goodness, yes. Plum goodness. So I, I have got a little glass just of this. Oh, well, we get to have a sniff for a bit. Have a, have a, a wee bit of a try. That is bloody delicious. <gasps> oh, me, 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 me. That is. Oh, All that's right, really good. Go. Oh my god, it smells amazing. 
<laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> it's like biting into a plum. Yeah. Whoa. That's all oh, that's. Oh, that's it. And, this, it wasn't, this, it wasn't, and this is mine now. Yeah, it wasn't crazy expensive. Oh, nice. And back to the cocktail. Yeah. It's delicious. I'm surprised actually because there were. It's, it's from. It's from Difference. There were a few reviews on there. Some people are absolutely hating on it. It's not overpowering. Um, but I think it's. I think that's lovely. I think it's really nice. Really, really subtle. Tasting the plum wine on its own, it's very sweet. Mm. But fruity, fruit sweet. But you have completely different experience yeah. drinking that cocktail. Oh, I'm happy with that. Oh, we're happy, and it's got chili in it. That. I am a happy bitch. Yeah. Mm, no. Mm, good. Mm. Oh, that's that's a good one for season four. Nick, well I done. I like that. Well done, me. Well done, you for looking well at things. Well done, me for reading a book. <laughs> <laughs> well, with the devil in me, the devil is in me. The devil is in me. Is he in Certainly you? is now. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Well, he's in us, and we're holding the glasses just for show. Mm. Are you ready for a story, Nick? Oh, I imagine you've got a good one for us. I do. Excellent. Think that I have. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nick, cometh season four. Mm. Cometh our desire to shake things up a yes. little, to tickle and terrify you listeners in different ways this is and always will be a crime podcast quite right if if the last three years have taught us nothing it's that people just love to kill each other (laughs) people love that shit they (laughs) absolutely do so there will always be murder and mayhem on this show but to date we focused on murders mainly yes predominantly involving poison and then we found out there were a lot of axe-related murders. There were a lot of axe-related murders. And some other weird-related murders. <laughs> but when we delved into the weird-related murders, we started to find weird crimes that mm. don't necessarily involve a death. But are suitably weird. Yes. Suitably weird. Too good for us to ignore. Now, sometimes these are a little bit strange. They will delve into the what we describe as the I should hope so. area. And also stuff that is just, oh my God, you're an idiot. <laughs> Starting season four, we have to tell the terrifying tale of a menace who stalked the streets of London in the 1800s. Okay. If you start with Jack the Ripper again, we may have issues. <laughs> I just thought I'd refresh that. Just refresh that. Okay. And go, you know what? He didn't stab up people. Yes, and uh, we're going for the revised history. Yeah, he was he misunderstood. Was misunderstood. Deeply misunderstood. <laughs> misunderstood. No, 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 no. 1800s. No, there were other things going on. Well, okay. As we have established, <laughs> we are going to talk about a creature from the depths of hell, perhaps. Uh, okay. Described as the devil himself. <laughs> Or simply a figure who wanted to paint the town red. <laughs> okay. It is, of course, <laughs> of the course, legend of, course. <laughs> of Spring Hill Jack. I mean, that's a good legend. <laughs> <laughs> now, legend, mm, or very firmly based in fact. Yeah. Do you know the name, Nick? I know the. I certainly know the name. Absolutely. What do you know? Well, I know. Wasn't he like? Wasn't well? Wasn't the Spring Hill Jack bounding across rooftops and things and scaring people and and such like? Um, <laughs> yes. That, that's about my the limit of my knowledge. I must admit. And you would be right with that um, summary. But that's it. Is that that's, it? That's pretty much it. Yes. You just knew there was some shit jumping around. He was just jumping around the place, <laughs> having a jolly time, scaring people. Yeah. And yeah, being springy. Now, do you think when you hear Spring Hill Jack, are you thinking ghosty folklore figure? No. Or are you thinking, oh, right, okay. No, this, this is obviously uh, a chap. <laughs> this is obviously obviously some guy either pissed out of his head or just having a great time, just terrifying his neighbours. Leaping over buildings. Leaping over buildings. Yep. Potentially in a sort of superhero sort of trying to, yeah, trying away vigilante type. No, I, I, do I believe this was a, a ghostly apparition? No. Was this a crazy man? Probably. Well, there you go. Well, um, Spring Hill Jack is a figure who quite literally haunted London, and some say beyond, and attacked people, which is a crime in my book, sir. So it's still a crime. But trust me, I'm not right. going that tenuous. Is that, is that, okay, I'll say, is that, that what we've got? I'm not going, he I was running was around a, a bit. He ran around, and it's a crime to look that good on rooftops. No, 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 no. Trust me, trust me when I say there he are... He walked on the grass when one shouldn't walk on the grass. <laughs> past the port on the wrong side he is often lumped in spring hill jack is often lumped in with tales of the paranormal because many many people want to believe that spring hill jack is a phantom is a figure of mystery of even extraterrestrial origins really yes do we have extra extraterrestrial jackings we, we do we oh. well we have theories about spring hill jack so he operated predominantly in the early part of the 1800s but he had a huge resurgence in a way in the 1960s so remember the 1960s where everyone was like ufos are everywhere and all of the shit is going on i don't remember a lot about the 1960s now 
You don't? No. But you were there. No, I wasn't. You were there dancing. Dancing. <laughs> Still dancing. Still dancing. In the 1960s, people rediscovered some of the Penny Dreadfuls. And oh, fun. Folklore that is associated with Spring Hill Jack because he was a figure of folklore for a very long time. And loads of people re-embraced his story and started saying he was a ghostly figure and then came up with all sorts of batshit crazy ideas of who Spring Hill Jack could have been. Well, sort of the, the 60s and sort of late 50s, 60s, was a, there was a huge resurgence in that sort of folklore exactly sort of pagany, hippies, nature sort of mm. thing. You can, we're not going to delve into it too deeply right now, but in the 50s and 60s, you have the start of um, space travel, obviously, <laughs> building and building and building to 1969, but you also have communism. You have the fear of invasion, so you have people who are very, very interested in extraterrestrial sources which is a really thinly veiled way of xenophobia but that meant that loads of people going oh this figure probably an alien probably alien. an alien, alien. All aliens. but we're going to come back to that because that is just a small small part of this absolutely brilliant story nice perhaps you yourself nick obviously as the complete skeptic of the duo here will insist that this figure is a one of fire a brimstone spewed from the depths of hell but i'm here to argue no no sir i will not have you spewing your paranormal nonsense at I, me. As i'm always always it's difficult to stop me really sometimes your fears and fancies be damned sir this is a man of flesh and blood fabulous costumes and special effects and some paint Absolutely, yes. Mm. And big bouncy shoes. <laughs> the shoes we have to focus on. So <laughs> I just imagine them on like a pogo stick across the roofs of London. I don't know why no one has mentioned pogo sticks in yeah. all of the research that I have done. Definite pogo stick action going no on. No one is talking about the pogo sticks. Chime in with the pogo sticks long, at any point. Yeah, long, long coat pogo stick. That's, That's just... a new version of that Billie Eilish song, isn't it? Long coat, big pogo stick, Billie Eilish. <laughs> is it? It's a modern song, dear. Mo- oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're too trendy for me. Well, you can chime in at any point with these theories. I'm going to give you the facts, such as they are. Facts. But there yes. are. There are tales and stories associated with Spring Hill Jack and that are embedded in inverted commas, in fact. Spring Hill Jack first makes an appearance officially in 1837. Right. So these are the first sort of reports of Spring Hill Jack as he was known at the time. But this is all a little bit fluid. This is all a bit weird and wavery because Spring Hill Jack was a term that was coined by the press. I say, was he known from that from, as from the beginning? No, he wasn't because he's not the first spooky figure committing crimes in London. No, there have been a few over the years. There have. <laughs> and it's quite staggering. No one is really talking about this. Because when you think about spooky figures in London and the crimes that we know of, the Hammersmith Ghost, we've covered before. We have, yes. There are a shit ton of other things that happened between the Hammersmith Ghost, which was in 1803, and Spring Hill Jack officially cropping up in 1837 that just went on, that just happened i mean it's, it's crazy you think in that sort of 30 year period there were probably loads of people but in the two thousand years of london prior to that it's like how many crazy fuckers have been there been and i want to know about all of them it seems to be this sweet period possibly because of records uh, yeah, uh, and the reporting yeah, and yeah. the emergence of the press and the penny dreadfuls as well and this sort of lurid detail where <laughs> these ghostly figures committing crimes ghosts Scaring the shit out of people and doing terrible things suddenly had this sweet spot in the 1800s. Ghosts literally attacking people in the streets. Nice. Hammersmith Ghost, we've covered it on the podcast before, but attacking people in the streets around a graveyard in 1803, which ended up with a man who was wearing white being shot yes. by someone who was like, oh, you're a ghost. You're a ghost. <laughs> The victim had been warned by his mother, don't go out and white people will think you're a ghost, and was killed. <laughs> Was just killed. I mean, that's it's awful. But also, how yeah, how common it must have been for the mother to warn, don't wear white, people will think you're a ghost yep. and may shoot you. Yes. So, <laughs> it's like, how often does this have to happen for and that to become a regular warning? There was a vigilante group going yeah. around shooting people willy-nilly. Wearing white. Uh, the Hammersmith ghost, as we said before, like turned up again in 1824. Mm. What, what anyone thought was the Hammersmith ghost, oh, that's the Hammersmith ghost again at this particular year for no reason what it did it walked into someone's house breathed some fire then walked out yeah but but i i guarantee you someone would have found a reason as to why on that date it was the anniversary of something mm. it was yeah this number of years to the day 
that something dreadful happened. Therefore, that's why that, per- that the ghost appeared at that such Yes, such 21 time. years. Yes, it was 21 and a half years to the day. It had come of age. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You have the Southampton ghost. The Southampton ghost who would be walking the streets, scaring people who were alone. Always people who were alone. Well, obviously. It's amazing. Said to be 10 foot tall, it was. And could leap over half a house. Pogo sticks. <laughs> the answer half to a everything. House, half a house is is not the whole house. And it's also pretty shit. <laughs> if, he's, <laughs> if he's making his getaway on his pogo stick and he leaps, only gets halfway up and goes straight into the side Splat of a into the, into the side, side of a house. Just slowly slides down. <laughs> 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 And then just scarpers. You can imagine, like, the investigator, the reporters afterwards. Oh, how did he get away? Well, he jumped. Got about halfway up the house. <laughs> <laughs> but bloody good effort. Good bloody effort. Good, good effort, effort to him. <laughs> you also have in the Southampton Ghost, this story, an army officer. The details on him are scant. Reliable. An army officer is seized in the street by a mob who'd assembled to fight the Southampton ghost and he was dragged to jail. Dragged to jail uh, on just on suspicion of on suspicion being the of ghost. Being a ghost. Of being a big jumpy ghost. Right. And he's going, Hello, I'm a human being. But I can imagine he had a great white bushy beard or something. Big, big, big bushy Massive beard. Massive white beard. Yeah. Was wearing some sort of white tunic. Yeah, perhaps some sort of like a yet formal military. But you just, you have people dragged off the street because like vigilante groups, as with the Hammersmith ghost, formed to fight these spectres of the night. But this is important context because... But I'm intrigued about these people who okay. form, the, form these groups. Yeah. I'm going to go and find some ghosts. And they find someone. Oh, there's a ghost over there. And they leap upon the ghost. Yes. And the ghost is quite solid. <laughs> and is, is shouting, get off me, you bastards. Um, at what point do you not, do you think, maybe this is not a ghost? Oh, you can use logic to explain anything. Yeah. Like. Well, I suppose at that point you're committed though, aren't you, really? You're committed, like maybe they're using their witchy powers. Yeah. And maybe some people thought this was someone in- impersonating a ghost. So they were dragging them away and they were like, I'm not a ghost. I'm not even doing anything. I'm visiting on the weekend. The Hammersmith ghost, the Southampton ghost, you see all of these cra- crazy phenomena and they were given one name at that time. But then you come into London and a series of hauntings and attacks occur that build up to Spring Hill Jack. In the outskirts of the London boroughs, you have more and more reports emerging in the 1830s, in the late 1830s, of spectres causing havoc in the street. A figure who is leaping out of the dark shadows and grabbing at people. You also have a white bull attacking people. A man who was a bear but really wasn't a man, but was a man, but also was a bear. This is a man with a big beard. Attacking people. You have in Cutthroat Lane in Isleworth, which is not a lane to walk down, <laughs> a carpenter um, attacked by a figure in steel armour, wearing red shoes. Okay. I mean, that's good. I like that. It's a good look. Yeah, absolutely. At this point, no one is checking any of the zoos or castles for, for <laughs> thefts. Uh, the ghosts, or apparently the ghosts also, um, occasionally had helpers. Nice. Ghost helpers. Two other spectres. Uh, this is genuine. Uh, the figure in armor attacked a muffin man. Okay. You're not going to do the thing. <laughs> <laughs> the muffin man! The muffin man! Do you know the muffin man? Do you know the muffin man? See, I've, I'm, ah, I have so nearly done an episode on the muffin man. Okay, we need to. Because there is a there's a there is a real story. He has a past. Yeah, he has a see he has a terrifying past. <laughs> well, the well that man. Was, maybe this is what sparked it. No, it's just he is described in the records as a muffin man, yeah. a seller of muffins. We hope. But in Hammersmith, he was attacked, uh, tore off his clothes, and beat him, and then ran away. Yeah. The creature was also seen dancing fantastic measures on the wooded lawns outside Kensington Palace. Oh, fancy. Mm, very, very, very fancy. Drunk royal. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, it frightened a few residents to death. Oh. Or the sight. The sight, the sight, of, the sight of this dancing <laughs> figure. figure. And they went, oh, no, it's totally a ghost. It's totally a ghost. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yes. Now, maybe someone had opened the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> Uh, knocked over a gravestone or maybe these were a bunch of uh, just bored perverts who yeah. felt like having some fun at everyone's expense so it does remind me slightly remember during lockdown mm, okay well, I don't want to know what you did no no I did, I did nothing during I did nothing, nothing. <laughs> but there were, there were there was a story in the papers of 
there was I can't remember what town or was it in, in, in the UK right. where a guy went round dressed up as a plague doctor sort of traditional sort of like medieval sort of dark oh, ages plague doctor with a big mask and things on and was just seen walking through town <laughs> <laughs> and everyone got really freaked out that's brilliant <laughs> which is just brilliant and it's just a guy going yeah. oh, I'm a bit bored fuck it why the hell not why not just just <laughs> absolutely mess shit up absolutely it works it, yeah. this is a, well keep it in mind keep that sort of thought in mind uh, the MO of these entities seem to be leaping out from nowhere yeah scaring people and grabbing at them grabbing at them a lot of women involved <sighs> yeah I can imagine mm, yeah. no surprise there now in truth most of these reports these early reports before 1837 1838 they were proven to be hoaxes yeah. of people just messing with other people exaggerated rumours also mistaken identities with a person mistaking a white cow for the devil. Okay. Yeah, someone saw a white-faced cow and thought it was someone trying to attack them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Also, literal muggings. Just muggings. Just muggings, yeah. Yeah. No one was helping the poor mugged people who were just being mugged on the street. They were going, oh, thank God, it's not It's not the devil. It's not a horrible ghost. Normal run-of-the-mill savage beating. <laughs> Wonderful. Person on the ground is going, help me. No, you're <laughs> no, fine. You're, you're fine. fine. We don't have to fight ghosts anymore. Let's go about our daily business. I have no legs. But in 1837, mm. things reached a head. It all changes. Or a heel. <laughs> Did I throw that in there? Yeah, that didn't work. Is this the point at which I should say that your options for the secret ingredient that Nick shot down were springs? Springs or heels. And heels. <laughs> Because Spring Hill yeah. Jack is thought to be the devil. There we go. But you shot springs and heels down. Springs I don't know why. Springs can be interesting. Well, you, it, oh, well, we're not going to bloody get to that again, are we? <laughs> and I thought, I thought, oh, I could do something with the spring. Oh, my God. You see? Look, okay, right. Next time is a spring-based crime. <laughs> 1837. October. Girl named Mary Stevens was walking to Lavender Hill. Okay. See the mob. On her way through Clapham Common. And she was confronted by a tall, dark figure. Oh. This figure leapt from the shadows seized her and began to kiss her face. My God. And tore at her clothes with oh. claws, cold and clammy as those of a corpse. That's, that's less encouraging. So this, while written very <laughs> yeah. kind of way, it's not great. This is, a, this is, is an this assault. Is, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't kiss someone. Don't be leaping out and kissing people and then clawing at them with your cold claws. Mm. No one wants that. The girl screamed, of course. As one would. Attacker fled. People rushed to the screaming girl's aid, but the attacker was nowhere to be seen. Yeah. But this huge looming figure with claw-like hands ugh, sent shivers down the spine. The very next day, a figure matching the description leapt out in front of a carriage in Battersea near this girl's home, causing the carriage to crash and it injured the driver very badly. Just shaking up. Shit in the street, apparently. <laughs> it's just for fun. The witnesses to this crash said the figure laughed and cackled in a high-pitched manner, then jumped over a nine-foot wall Ooh. in one leap, disappearing into the night. And this is a common trait that we will see through the stories, this leaping, as we've said, this being able to scale a wall, apparently in one or two goes. That makes you think pogo sticks. Pogo sticks. Pogo sticks. It could be... Oh, so people... What's it called? Is it um, where people leap around building? Is it parkour? Parkour! 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 parkour. parkour. <laughs> yeah. I thought, I'm just going. So, there was a thing. So there's parkour. There are ways that you can scale a vertical wall mm. flat. Jackie Chan will show you. It is possible that you can just sort of just, just bounce off things yeah. and you can get up there if you are trained. And back then, maybe someone was. Absolutely. There you go. Yeah. But very tall and jumping over things and no one had ever seen anyone jump so high. We don't know whether or not that person was scrabbling over the wall and not screaming for help. News had spread of these attacks and um, some other women had started talking about being accosted by a terrible figure, terrifying, hideous, devil-like visage who were attacking them and grabbing them at random with huge claws. Now, men grabbing them in the streets probably was par for course yeah. back then, but now this is a devil-like creature mm. who was grabbing you and then jumping great heights to evade capture. It's a lot of talk, yeah. a lot of stories getting embellished. However... These are all coming from servants of well-to-do families and okay. they are reporting being attacked alone because they are the ones who are having to walk home on their own. Okay. My society probably wouldn't. What did Spring Hill Jack look like? A hellish face, clawed hands, as you said, burning red eyes. Some said very tall and thin, devil-like in appearance and wearing a white oil skin garment. Okay. Yeah, quite tight-fitting. Yeah. 
uh, and could breathe fire. I mean, that, yeah, that, yeah, that's impressive. By now, all of these rumors are circulating. The press are starting to pick up on it yeah. and giving him the name Spring Heel Jack. A committee had been formed to raise funds to capture this creature. And it was in January 1838 that the Lord Mayor of London received a letter from a resident in Peckham and read it out. Letter alleged. It appears some individuals of, as the writer believes, the highest ranks of life have laid a wager with mischievous and foolhardy companion that he durst not take upon himself the task of visiting many of the villages near London in three different disguises, a ghost, a bear, and a devil. The wager has been accepted and the unmanly villain has succeeded in depriving seven ladies of their senses, two of whom are not likely to recover, but to become burdens to their families. Oh. At one house, the man rang the bell and on the servant coming to the door, the worse than brute stood in no less dreadful figure than a spectre clad most perfectly. The consequence was that the poor girl immediately swooned and has never from that moment been in her senses. (laughs) Okay. The affair has now been going on for some time and strange to say the papers are still silent on the subject. The writer has reason to believe that they have the whole history at their finger ends, but through interested motives, are induced to remain silent. So it's, it's a whole. It's a basically it's a practical joke by a posh person mm. that we're going with. Okay, person or person. Person. It's all a big old bet between posh people that they can scare the bejesus out of many many people. That is what is alleged <laughs> in this story. Okay, I wouldn't put it past posh people. Mm. And just people with just, I've got nothing better to do. Pretty I much. know. I'm going to go and leap out of people. What go- what jolly larks that will be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fuck shit up. Yes. On reading out of this complaint, the paper soon started reporting. Yeah, okay, fine, fine, fine. We'll report on Spring Hill Jack. Fair enough. More people come forward saying their servants are living in fear of the hideous being that is out on the streets. But opinion on who Spring Hill Jack is is split. Is it a terrible, terrifying entity? Which the servants swear... down that it is this is a bigger from beyond the depths of hell this is the devil himself or is it just a group of men playing pranks prank or not this figure is causing serious harm to women across london people are sort of dismissing this as in like oh hazard of the job but physical and mental (laughs) distress the lord mayor isn't particularly inclined to do anything because he kind of goes okay well i'm gonna side with prank drunken japes drunken japes of jolly chaps but then there Fine. are two more attacks that the papers pick up on and they become the most famous cases that are associated with Spring Hill Jack. The first is on Jane Olsop on the 20th February, 1838. So 18-year-old Jane is at her family's cottage in Old Ford, East London. And one night the doorbell jangles violently around 8.45pm. Who around. is calling? <laughs> well, such a late hour. Such a late hour. She thinks that. We absolutely I feel that. I entirely agree. Jane opens the door and steps out to the cottage gate. And the report reads, Dimly she made out the figure of a man standing in the lane. Enveloped in a cloak, he appeared angular and some sort of headgear augmented at his considerable height. So this is Big a trait hat. of Spring Hill Jack. People saying he has headgear. Okay. Fancy hat. Approaching him, the man said, I am a policeman. For God's sake, bring me a light, for we have caught Spring Hill Jack here in the street. She runs back to the house, fetches a candle, hands it to him. And the account goes that he thanks her, holds the candle to his chest and threw down his cloak. Jane could not help but scream. Oh, sneaky. The face thus revealed was hideously ugly. Its eyes blazed red as the coals of hell and its pinched, tight features were topped with a peculiar sort of helmet. The body, meanwhile, was encased in a tightly fitting, shining suit and a strange object resembling a lamp was strapped to the chest. She had no more time to register more than these initial impressions before Jack attacked. Leaping forward, he vomited balls of blue and white fire into her face and seized her by the dress and neck, pinning her head under one arm. With mounting terror, she realised in place of fingers he had sharp, long talons, which he was using to tear at her clothes and her face. Shrieking with terror, Jane somehow wrenched herself free and ran towards her front door. Jack came after her, catching her on the doorstep, pinning her again, scratching her arms and yanking out clumps of her hair. As he did so, Jane's younger sister, Mary, appeared at the door. 
but she was much too alarmed at Spring Hill Jack's supernatural appearance to render any assistance and was left to older sister, Mrs. Jane Harrison, to come to her younger sister, Jane's aid. Somehow, the unfortunate girl was dragged free of Jack's deadly embrace Mm -hmm. and the front door slammed in the assailant's face. Even then, Jack did not give up. He banged heavily at the door until the rest of the Olsop family appeared at an upstairs window and called loudly for the police. And after that, he vanishes into darkness. Oh, that's, that's gone slightly beyond the prank. Mm. Slightly, slightly beyond Jolly Japes. This is a lot. Yeah. That is confirmed by three sources. Yeah. By Jane, by her two sisters, by the father later yeah. who was home. They see this happening. Hmm. A few days later, or in some cases, some say it was a few days before. Another case close by 18 year old lucy scales and her sisters were walking in limehouse when spring hill jack allegedly leapt from the shadows in green dragon alley nice mm, nice he was cloaked and spurted again a stream of blue flames into her face she was temporarily blinded and terrified fell to the ground in hysterics on this occasion he does not touch her or assault right. her but he makes off into the night the the girl traumatized absolutely yes, traumatized but again has another witness watching Mm. this and she swears some sort of light is strapped to his chest lucy went into a fit and was said to have remained ill for a very long time going into absolute horror terror now these attacks on young girls lucy and jane appear to be the only ones that are seriously investigated and they remain the closest we come to capturing anyone who might have been spring hill jack in this case you have james lee who arrested william corder in the red barn murder oh He's there. He's brought in. He's brought in. James Lee has no doubt that everyone involved in Jane's case is telling the truth. Mm. That an attack has happened in this manner, but he has to find the culprit. He is still thinking while asking around, okay, this is just a drunken prank. This is just a little bit of stupidity. The result of a drunken frolic, it's called, even though it's pretty bloody horrific. And he Mm. doesn't think it's connected to... Any of the other attacks in London. Okay. He thinks it's a one-off. He finds a witness who confirms seeing two local men named Payne and Milbank who were dressed in white and, he, and this witness saw them walking away from the cottage where Jane Alsop lived. Okay. The witness was a wheelwright named Smith who was carrying one of his wheels when he was nice. walking. Well, mm-hmm. as a wheelwright, always should. He should. And, and Advertising. his, his statement, uh, Milbank approached him. He then came up to me caught hold of the wheel I was carrying and pulled it off my shoulder, saying at the same time, what do you have to say to Spring Jack? I desired him to leave my wheel alone. <laughs> oh, for him and his wheel. I know. <laughs> Mr. Smith and his wheel. Just like, leave my wheel alone. Not my wheel. Do what you will to me, sir, but not my wheel. Not my wheel. Leave the wheel. <laughs> I had to include it because it was marvellous. <laughs> so Thomas Milbank, it's weirdly, Thomas Milbank is really similar to Thomas Millwood, who was the guy shot in the Hammersmith ghost story. He was arrested. It was said that he had dumped a cloak and a, a, an oilskin cloth that would match Spring Hill Jacks mm. and a candle nearby. There were all sorts of evidence that they were like, okay, James Lee was like, well, we're going to prosecute him. We're going we're gonna to say he did this. The defense seemed to come down to, I can't breathe fire. And these girls say that the person who attacked them did. So, meh? I mean, that's not a bad defense. Well, it worked. Yeah. Yeah, he was let off. Yeah. It was a bit of, yes, I could. He admitted he was completely drunk out of his mind that night. Could have done anything, but did he have some sort of fire-breathing apparatus? He was like, no, no, no I didn't. No, no, I don't. And the girls no. swore blind, swore down. Swore down. That yeah. there was going to, there was fire. There was there fire was in them things. After the attacks, the legends of Spring Hill Jack rise and rise. He is now the star of Plenty of Penny Dreadful, my friend. <laughs> oh, plays street show. He is now moving into folklore. Even though the stories and the stories of attacks are starting to tail off, the devil in Punch and Judy shows mm. for a while was called Spring Hill Jack. Yes. They stopped it being the devil and said, no, this is the devil no, right here. So as I said, the Spring Hill Jack attacks begin to tail off. He makes appearances over the years. Oh, yeah. The 1830s are his sort of heyday. But he is cited in Northamptonshire in 1843, described as the very image of the devil himself with 
horns and eyes of flame. So now he's got horns. Now he's got horns. He's not had horns before. Yeah, he's had a helmet. But in Northampton, he's got horns. People yeah. always talk about the helmet, and some descriptions it's a bonnet. Well, okay. Fancy. Good for, Good for him. You've also got people apparently dressing up. In this way, as Spring Hill Jack over the later years, you've gotten a case in Devon with a sea captain assaulting a woman dressed up as Spring Hill Jack. Yeah. And it's very, very obvious that he's not Spring Hill Jack. He was just <laughs> doing this to kind of go, oh, I want to feel some boob. Yes. Pretty, pretty horrific. Yeah. And everyone going, no, you're not getting away with no, this, mate. No, sea captain. No. Yeah. More reports of women being jumped on mm. from out of nowhere and people dressing up as this devil to kind of go like, maybe people will think it's a goose. Absolutely. Yes, it wasn't me. It was Jack. Mm. You go right through to the 1870s of him being spotted in London. More vague claims where you just got ghosts and people just going, oh, it's Spring Hill Jack. Yeah. There's none of the sort of normal things you'd associate with him based on the past. Um, you do have in 1877, <laughs> I love this, an older shot. Um, you have a, a sentry who are out on duty. They encounter a s- strange figure walking towards them from the dark. One soldier steps forward from the group and says, Halt! And the figure walks right up to him, slaps him about the face a bit. <laughs> With a fish. <laughs> Pretty much. It just says several slaps. Several slaps. And the guy tries to shoot him and goes, oh, no. And nothing happens. And then the figure just melds into the darkness. <laughs> and goes away after slapping him a lot. <laughs> you do have some leaping figure reports from 1888. Mm. And then in 1904, apparently, is the last sighting of the legend of Spring Hill Jack. He remains as I said, a legend in Victorian society, a bogeyman Mm -hmm. to frighten children, this creature who will jump up at your window. The crimes that he apparently committed and he did commit that were happening just fall away in interest of the legends associated with this figure. But this leaves us the question of who or what was Spring Hill Jack? Who and what? And there are theories, my friend. No doubt there are. But I think (laughs) it's time for a drink. Oh, yes. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, Nick, we have our drinks. We do. I managed to wrestle you off the Spotify. You did, well done. Stop you playing placebo. No, tunes. No, I know, but definitely we're going to play that later. (laughs) It doesn't bode well for me just yelling over it to go, so Pippa killed someone. It's good background music. Uh, We encourage listeners to put on placebo in the background (laughs) while you listen to one build some tunes. But yes, we need to discuss who or what is going on was Spring Hill Jack. Yes. Now, there are many a paranormal theory, but I am going to go, not that he was a ghost, not that he was a devil. Probably wise. But that he was man. I would agree. And my favourite ever theory about Spring Hill Jack. Oh, yes, we're going to go back to the Lord Mayor's letter. The theories that this was part of the nobility. Oh, I have no doubt. These were rich boys who were bored. They get bored, absolutely. Yes, and maybe we have... Can you think of a more noble figure than a Marquis? A king? Not him. Not him? A prince? No. A duke? (laughs) All right, okay. Can you think of some other, maybe, They're they're more noble, and then you have a Marquis. But then you have the Marquis. 
you have the Mad Marquis. Ooh, is he a mad one? He is, known Who's as the, the Mad, mad Marquis. Who's the Mad Marquis? The Marquis of Waterford. Ooh, okay. Mad Marquis of Waterford, Henry Beresford. Nice. Who was known to be quite the rogue, quite the playboy, and is the man who coined the phrase, painting the town red. Oh, nice. So would you like to know the origins of the story? I like that. Mm-hmm. Tell me about mm-hmm. this man. Mm-hmm. Many, many people think the Marquis of Waterford was Spring Hill Jack. The original Spring Hill Jack, mm. the guy who was running around London causing havoc, playing pranks, doing all of this weird fire spewing nonsense. Yeah. I mean, people do breathe fire. They can. Not as a supernatural yeah, ability. We'll come back to More it. More of a stage show effect. A stage show. Props. Props. Yeah. And who would have the funding to do such things? Mm. Who would have the money? Only a Marquis. Only a Marquis. <laughs> but the reason that Marquis is so famous to us now is because of the events of April 1837. Now, there was one report that covered these events very well and said, oh, this proves because he was in this place in 1837 in April that he couldn't have been Spring Hill Jack because there was all sorts of things going on. Uh, no, no, actually, most of the reports go, yeah, there was some vaguely Spring Hill Jack stuff going on. But the Marquis was in Melton Mowbray. Eating a, enjoying a lovely pork pie. Enjoying the finest of the pork pies Excellent. ever, well ever had. Um, he was in Melton Mowbray with three pals, Johnson, Villiers, and Renard. Well, he was a fox. Renard. Yes. And they had spent a jolly day at the races. Nice. They had been gambling and drinking and drinking and gambling, and they'd had many wines. And eating pork pies. They did. They decided to moosey on down to the market square. They wanted more enjoyment of the night. Nice. But as they approached the village sort of centre, mm. you've got the toll keeper. You've got the gate. You've yeah. got the gate that goes, no, 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 you can't come in. Who are you? Who are you? And you must pay the toll. And also, well, you just seem a little bit drunk and we, we don't let people in no, to, the, none of, none of that. to the village centre. The toll keeper was like, no, I don't think you should come in here, really. You seem very drunk, sir. The the quartet did not much care for this toll keeper. I, I can imagine. Yes, it no. did not go down well. So what they did is they all jumped on him. And they threw him into his house and they noticed some paint supplies next to the gate. There were some renovation works going on. Red by any chance? Big old tub of red paint and a paintbrush. And what they did is they threw him into his house, threw some paint on him, nailed his door shut. Okay. Painted a big old X on the door, just some splur, <laughs> and went, fuck you. And then just went straight into the market square. The toll keeper, like, banging on the door, screaming, thinking nice. he was about to be killed. Yeah. Genuinely thought he was about to be killed. And then they go wielding the paintbrush around town. Nice. They daub doors, they daub windows, they daub signs, they cover themselves, they rip signs of pubs off the... The hangings, <laughs> throw them into the canal. They are literally, Nick, painting, painting the town red. Painting the town red. That is what they are doing. Kicking over flower pots as well. Ah, yeah. fuck you, flowers. <laughs> and what, 2 a.m., 2 a.m., some policemen wander into the marketplace, just doing their rounds, going, oh, nothing really happens in here. They see the four of them trying to tip over a caravan with a man inside it. <laughs> Guy was asleep. And they're just like, hey, bundle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the policeman stops them one of the policemen comes up and just yeah. don't do that don't stop that now don't Marcus goes to you want to fight yeah I'll fight you, you don't you know who I am yes I'll, I'll fight you I'll fight you and the policeman goes no I'm, I'm not going to fight you you just you go on your merry way have some yes. water and Marcus goes okay fine I will I will I love you it's <laughs> alright gonna get chicken policeman turns away and goes okay that's probably fine I won't fight the Marquis he ends up by the tollkeeper's house, hearing him battering the door down, going, I'm being killed. Manages to rip the door open, and the tollkeeper's going, they love me. And they're like, oh, I'm all ripped. I'm all ripped. Policeman goes, okay, right, I have to do something. Yeah. I can't just stand here going, what's all this? And runs after the men and goes, okay, this won't do. This won't do. You have to stop being drunk and carousing in the street. Mm. And all four of them go, okay. And they pile drive on the policeman, <laughs> strip him naked, and paint him head to toe in red. Nice. Don't do that to a policeman, people. No. <laughs> but they did. <laughs> but it will, it will now be frowned upon, I feel. The man is all red. Under his skin and over it. Is not best, please. No. So more police turn up. But at that point, it's a fucking Marquis. What can you do? Well, apparently some stuff. <laughs> so... Also, the policeman 
How did he turn up at the station or where all the other policemen yeah. were? <laughs> just like, don't, d- okay, ignore my appearance. Yeah. The Everyone stop screaming because they think there's a devil on the loose. But if you're a Marquis, <laughs> you can get away with what the hell you like. Well, the Marquis could apparently get away with stuff. Yeah. But the policemen come in and they get hold of Renard, one of the friends. The, one of the, he's chums. the one that goes, okay, he's not a Marquis. There's one who's a sir, there's a yeah. lord. Uh, Renard, we'll get him and we'll lock him up. We'll lock him up. And then the Marquis and their other mates turn up at the police station and go, you need to let him out or we'll kill you. Okay, well, that's bold. They're just fucking shit up and then go, give us the kids. I'm a Marquis also, I'll murder you. <laughs> And then they're like, okay, this is not worth any of our time. Let his friend out and they go off singing and dancing into the night. Eventually, many, many months later, the Marquis does end up in front of the Derby Assizes. Yeah. They're fined £100 each for common assault. Good. They hand over the money instantly. Yeah. That's just petty cash for them, isn't it? It is, which goes to show how this is a huge amount of money at the time. They're just like, no, there you go, pay instantly. Because otherwise they go to jail yeah. until they pay. Like, no, here's my money. Here there we is. go. So that's where we get the phrase painting the town red. Oh, I like that. I did not know that. That's, <laughs> there you oh, go. That's a good one. But many, many people believe that the mad Marquis, who was known before this incident and after for tearing up the town, for getting really, really drunk and for just smashing shit up, and also was said to have had an issue with women. Yeah, I was. I was going to say. I mean, that's it's it's a it's a leap to go through. Getting pissed, smashing the place up, painting some shit red because it's funny. Mm. It's, it's a leap to go from that to assaulting assaulting women. Um, I what basis there yeah. is on that? I'm sure people have written many more biographies on him, and I'm just doing a light touch on it. People said that he had had a rejection, he'd had a heartbreak, and this may have explained it. Sometimes there's I'm no sorry, explanation. We've all had rejections and heartbreaks. <laughs> <laughs> so, you don't, don't go with them. like giant claws and pogo sticks. <laughs> exactly. I mean, like, I mean, I probably would go around with giant claws and pogo sticks. I wouldn't assault people, but. People say, people do believe that the Marquis was behind Spring Hill Jack. Okay. Him and his friends. Him and his friends were all, had a big old bet. They were, yeah. Wanted to tear stuff up. Um, so they wanted to play cruel plank pranks on people. Now, the Marquis did in his later life, after this this sort of time period, did settle down. Settled down, got married, was actually quite happy and quite tame, which may explain why there weren't so many Spring Hill Jack incidents. He died in 1859. So if we believe that Spring Hill Jack was one person, there's no way that it could have been. Oh, but no, these are no, I can't imagine it was one person. It's such a long (laughs) period of time. It's, yes, it's people. But he did. So that is the big theory. Okay. Oh, no, I like that one. Yeah, I like that one. But as we round up, um, here are the other theories, which you, I would like you to weigh in on. Okay. Okay. So he's the devil. No? I think he's probably got better things to do. <laughs> he's got more important things to do. Than just go, ooh. Than, than just, yeah, leaping out of people in Clapham Common. Mm. <laughs> so. The spewing of fire is a big thing. Where well, people go, and it was blue flame. It can, that, I mean, it can be explained by, yes, sage trickery. Absolutely. Mm. Obviously, different chemicals produce different colour flames and yeah. things. So, yeah, blue flame is absolutely would be doable. And asking for a candle to hold at your chest, which apparently they did in the most yeah. famous cases, be like, okay, let's release some gas. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yes. Precisely. Yeah. So, they, yeah, they've got their lantern or whatever on their chest mm. and then they breathe out whatever it is that they've got. So that's sort of man-made. So that leads us to a yeah. bunch of people. Bunch of people, one person or many rich I'm, people. I'm going with a bunch of people. Yeah, who were criminals. Yeah. Committing crimes. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yes, absolutely. We've now established that there was a crime committed. There were many crimes committed. I'm sorry, there were many <laughs> crimes committed with Spring Hill Jack. No one is talking about it. It's the People were being assaulted. And there was a case. There, there was, was a case. case. There was a case. The Milbank and the Marquis. Yeah. Other theories. He was an alien. Mm possible <laughs> possible <laughs> i feel unlikely okay they thought the blue, go- why, blue flame why why aren't why an alien okay where, so where the alien come came from? out in the 60s came out in the 50s 60s um he's an alien uh the blue flame was really a ray gun yeah no no it wasn't no no, no. nothing no. better to do again no 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 none of that uh ghost ghost a spirit of the other world spewing I think Spirits of the World got better things to do. Do they, though? I mean, ghosts are more confused. Uh, ghosts are more wandering the plains. 
not really knowing what to do. Read a book. <laughs> Go to a museum. <laughs> Go to a museum. Like, ooh. Don't leap out of uh, women behind bushes and squeeze their boobs. Um, no. Well, that, I mean, yeah, that, that's yeah. not that's not the best practice that's, for a yeah, ghost. Yeah, exactly. Unless it was a ghost or some sort of horrible criminal. Uh, yeah. Or it was Mothman. <laughs> it could have been Mothman. Could it, could it have been Mothman? I mean, most things probably could have been Mothman. Yeah, no, I'm 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 no. <laughs> I um have not delved into this hugely. Is that a that's a real theory? Moth Mothman's a tiny one, a tiny one because people thought he had wings. Uh, not really these Mothman. That was me kind of like throwing that in there. No, no, no. no. The ne- the next one that I have not delved yeah. into hugely, but is a big theory, is that he's a time traveler. But <laughs> the look on your face of what and the what and the who and why. But but why? Big time traveler. Okay, okay. Let's let's go with the assumption that time travel exists. One can Shall time. We? One, one can time travel. There are time travelers out there. People coming hello. either from the past or from the future. Come and say hello. See what's going on. Mm. Why are these people hiding in bushes, squeezing random women's boobs? <laughs> because they're perverts. Who says all time travelers are benevolent? Are good, honourable, stand-up members of society? I don't know why I'm buying into this, but let's go with it. They have done good in other places, but they're also a little bit pervy and they've dressed up as devils and gone and squeezed some boobs. They've gone. Okay, I know what you can get away with. I really, um, yeah, I've spent my my whole life, 2056, and I haven't squeezed any boobs. um, (laughs) And I've built a time machine. What do I need to do to complete my life's work? I know I need to go back to 1830 and molest women. 2056. Boobs are a thing of the past. <laughs> All the boobs have been wiped out. Although, yes, I never was. <laughs> I just wish I could see a boob. <laughs> maybe that's it. Maybe it's as simple as that. We we hope that time travelers are doing better things, but yeah. maybe. I mean, most things are about boobs. <laughs> <laughs> there are more theories than people weigh in on this, but added up to look, just someone squeezed some boobs and was a bit yeah. of a fucking pervert. So I, I'm quite sure if you get a map and you like map out all the positions where the Springfield Jack has supposed to be, I'm sure it creates some sort of glyph or rune or something like that. Oh. that Summon the devil. I thought um, you were going to say it was one big boob. This is one big boob. You get a map of England <laughs> and you plot out all the points where Springfield Jack has appeared and it just looks like a big boob. <laughs> This is the point. It's a crime. London it's a terrible a thing. It's a nipple. It's just a nipple. That's why they're all centered around there. Um, no, none, none of this. None of that. It's it's some crazy person. It's, it's a crazy it's, person. It's, it's always a crazy person. Or yeah, or, I think it's some it's some posh people having a laugh. That's one theory. The last one. Okay. Mass hysteria. I th- I think that. Mm, when we say mass hysteria, I think that is to be taken with a pinch of salt. Yeah. However, there's there there is some thought behind it, but caveat, caveat, caveat. Let's not say all people are crazy. Let's not say women who are being molested in the streets are making shit up because they were no, being told not. these are drunken pranks. But you say one thing at that time. Okay, I have been accosted by a ghost. The same thing with the Hammersmith ghost. Um, a ghost is is prowling and will jump out at you. People will believe they've seen it. People yes. believe this has happened. So yes. where ghosts and paranormal is involved, people genuinely believe they've had the same experience. Yes, yeah. and I'm yeah, and people who have had that assaulted or been had an encounter like that, it may well have been a hundred different people who have been guilty of that. Mm. crime but of course yes oh no it was a ghost and they all oh, they look vaguely similar they yes oh no yes my person the person who assaulted me yes they had a white beard as well absolutely mm. and it all just merges into one terrifying sort of figure i think at the um, time that things are being taken semi-seriously yeah. compared to today's justice system where it is any man <laughs> is doing this shit yeah. but then putting on an outfit and spewing fire in your face that's actual assault them grabbing a bit of boob apparently was happening all the time it, it's just it's just johnny larks really yeah that's just drunken larks yeah. so <laughs> we don't really need to investigate this but yeah. spewing fire in someone's face that's taking it a step further which seems again there are reports of this and it does seem like if there were a bunch of lads 
a bunch of the Marquis and his friends or any other rich yeah, boys. I'm going who with this letter boys. to the to the Lord yeah. Mayor said these boys are a part of a bet and they want to fuck shit up and they will spew fire in someone's face because yeah. they don't think anyone counts apart from them. Absolutely, they can they can get away with it because they yeah they're rich and they're entitled. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no one's going to come after them, prosecute them, and, yeah. and such like. So yeah, I'm I'm going down the rich, bored playboy mm. type route. I'm going with time traveling Mothman. Okay. He got big wings. Yeah, absolutely. A big helmet. It's, it's, a, it's a bold claim. I am also going to go with Spring Hill Jack wore a bonnet. I like that. I do like that. And some people yeah. described it as a bonnet. Maybe they'd never seen Good a helmet. But if it had been a spaceman's helmet, wouldn't that have looked like a bonnet? No. No, okay, it really no. no. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no. We have our theories. Yes. You have your narrative, I have mine. You have your nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> but we have the story of Springhild Jack. It's a good story. And also throws in where we got the expression, paint the town red. I mean, that is probably the best thing I've taken away from this episode. <laughs> that is bloody brilliant. I, I wouldn't have no done the story idea. without it. Yeah. And, <laughs> and yeah, I'm... I'm Obviously, a bit of a twat, but yeah, kind of like him. Well, what do you think, people? What do you think of the stories of Spring Hill Jack? What side of the fence do you land on? What side of the field do you land on? For there are many sides of it. Do you think this is the work of a man of flesh and blood, of a bunch of people? Do you think it's a case of mass hysteria? Or are you firmly in the paranormal camp do you think this was a phenomenon that is not explained by man and all of these other explanations are but piffling things in your periphery jump on the comments of wherever you listen to this episode especially on social media tell us what you think share your thoughts share your theories share your other ideas of what spring hill jack could have been but most importantly you must mix up a devil within me. Oh, a devil within me. It's gone down a treat. Devil within me. It went very, 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 very well. That it was, was very, good. very nice. It's very nice. Oh, a good opener for season yeah, four. Yeah, I'm, I'm so pleased with that. It yeah. really worked really Absolutely nicely. delicious. Yeah. A good brown drink. And one, I know I say it all the time, one I probably, I think I will make again because it was really nice. I think you should make one right now. Yeah, maybe we'll do. Right now. I mean, we're recording this and I, neither of us have to work tomorrow. This is true. Uh, we're so delighted to be back for season four. Thank you so much for sticking with us. And to all of our new listeners, we love you and we are glad you are here for the journey. Keep sending us suggestions of stories that we can cover. Whatever curious crimes that you come across, send them our way. So many. And if you haven't already come and join us on Patreon, <laughs> so much more mayhem to enjoy on that channel. Thanks for listening, guys. We have been the people inside the poisonous cabinet. We will see you next week. And remember, your loved ones are trying to kill you. Bye.